We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and coach, B. King, in the house. How are we doing today, my friend? I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you are here listening to this particular episode because this episode is going to have you laughing. It's going to have you wanting to dance. This episode is going to fill you up in ways that you don't even know because I have a very special guest with me today, Miss All Natty Patty. What's up? I'm so excited to have you on the show for, I mean, a thousand reasons. First of all, you are Priscilla's best friend, also cousin. I, I tell you how Rain came in one day and was like, do you know Patty and Priscilla are cousins? It was, she just loved it so much. I, it was so great. But yes, Priscilla's best friend, cousin, Benny's godmother, all the things. And besides that, though, Patty is a movement goddess. Like when I first, so the way that Patty and I met, we met through P, but like we actually never met the first time with Priscilla with us, which is so amazing. We met because we were, I was doing a dance class in my backyard, Kinergy with Natalie and Patty, you had just moved here, like maybe in the same week, I think. And Priscilla texts me. She's like, my best friend is moving, like just moved here. I can't come to the dance class, but like, can she, I was like, duh. Next question. I'm like, if this is your best friend, like, why do you even ask? Just give her my address. Um, and you came and it was me and my sister, Natalie and rain. And it was so much fun. Like we just had the best time. And then it just evolved from there, which is just amazing. Like just watching you integrate into this world here in Phoenix coming from LA and obviously like just it's like you just adapted so amazingly. And it was kind of like you had always been here. Like it was never like, oh, yeah. like it's just like this time where Patty like came. It was like you've just always been a part of what we're doing, which has been so much fun. But like movement goddess is exactly the word to describe you because then I took your dance class and I was like, teach me how to move that way. <laughs> like if you have never had an interaction with Patty, you're missing out because she has some serious moves, but it's also mixed with your energy. And then obviously your humor, because all of that combined just makes this little recipe for a very special human. So hi, this is why you're on the show. So, so I can just, um, gush on you and tell you all of the amazing things about you and, um, why you're here. So welcome. Hi. Thank you. That was such a great intro. And it's, you are you were my welcoming committee to Arizona. Like I met you outside of P and P is like the person who knows everyone and you just offered your house to me in your backyard and just your energy and let go and it was your family, um, your niece and your sister and Natalie. And it was just such good vibes from the beginning, always just so open to helping me out with any questions that I had about hikes or restaurants or classes, like just so such a great welcoming committee. And just always just like, 
abundance of love coming out from you towards everyone all the time. And that was like, that set the tone for everyone that I've met here. Everyone has just been such a pleasure, so down to earth. And like, that's why I so quickly settled in. Cause I'm like, oh, this is, this is just another home. These yeah. are all my family. Yeah. <laughs> These are my people. Well, like, you know, like attracts like, so obviously yeah, it totally. makes sense. And it just, you know, when, when you meet certain people and it's just like easy, it's just like how, you know, you know, it's like, you don't have to force it. It's like, we can just like hang out movement, uh, dance, all of that. It's just, it's a language that you don't have to speak fluently mm-hmm. to be a part of, you know, like I hang out with you, Natalie and Priscilla, and you guys are like professional dancers. And I just, I aspire to be a professional dancer. And I have, I mean, I have way more rhythm now since knowing you, by the way, like my hips were not as fluid as they are now. So you have had a big impact on my dance moves, but it was just like that common connection of like loving to dance, have, and having fun. I think that's why we got along so well, because we both value fun. Like fun is just top of everything. Like if we're not having fun, what's the point of doing it? Um, And I think that that has been, you know, one of the main reasons why we've connected. And it's something that I just admire about you. Cause when I think about you and the reason why I invited you on the show is because you really show up in your authentic self and you're super honest and you don't hide, you allow yourself to be seen and known. And like, if you're not feeling it, you don't hide that. And I think that that <laughs> is so important. Like you say no, when you mean no. And I love that because it doesn't align with you. And I think it gives other people permission to be authentically themselves as well. And I think that, you know, to the topic today of having that connection with your mind and your body and knowing when something isn't, doesn't feel right and feeling it in your body and listening to that instead of, you know, trying to avoid it or ignore those signs. So I'm just so excited to talk to you today. So give a little introduction, like, who are you? Give a little background about what you do. I mean, I introduced you as a movement goddess, but for someone that doesn't know what a movement goddess is, what is it that you do? Uh, okay. Bueno, eh, good morning. Buenos dias. My name is Patty. Um, I am a wellness coach and movement goddess. I'm a holistic health coach. I, a lot of my coaching just comes through straight up stories and reels on Instagram. And like, these are the vitamins that I'm taking. I'm feeling this way. This is what I'm going to take to improve my mood, whether it's movement or, um, supplements or juices. I share a lot of my coaching virtually, um, for free, just like I'm a big, big, big sharer. And um, I'm also a yoga instructor. So the movement goddess comes in as a yoga instructor, a fitness instructor, and then also a dance instructor as well. And dance, obviously there's so many different styles. So I teach twerk shops um, or I'll teach like yoga sculpt, something more that's like more dance cardio. So lots of different forms of movement. Movement is my medicine. Movement is my love language. I love to just speak with my body and kind of let everything else um just kind of take a seat back because i do talk a lot a lot of times um and so yeah i am originally from new york also from the dominican republic and so from 10 to 17 i grew up in dr and those are my foundational years and that's why fun is my priority because i'm an island girl i just want to hang out i want to feel good i want to yes work and have a life that i enjoy but i want to um you know enjoy the fruits of my labor and hang out with friends and eat good food and not take life so seriously because I know that it's short and I'm constantly just waiting for the day I get to go to the beach with some friends. And that's why um, I vibrate kind of so high off of like this fun energy because there's just 
there's so there's so many bad stuff to focus on. Like let's just let's just do what we can do. We, we can only do our best at all times, and that's it. Absolutely, yeah. that's me. That's you. And it's so true. It's like life is so short and there's a lot of bad things that we can focus on, but it's like vibrating at that level of like fun and enjoyment is I think, you know, one of the like keys to health, quite honestly, Mm -hmm. because when you're in that vibration, like you like live in a much healthier state. Now the ironic part is it's harder to get there if you aren't taking care of your body, if you aren't taking care of your vessel. So, you know, today I really want to dive into that mind body connection and, you know, how you teach that to your clients. Cause you really do have a holistic approach to how you do everything. You know, uh, if you don't follow <laughs> Patty on Instagram, make sure you, you do that either right now while you're thinking about it or after this episode, because not only like you kind of brushed over your Instagram, like very, like briefly, but like, not only does she provide insane value, like just so much value of information from cooking to supplements, to the moon, to the cycle, to your women's cycle, like all the things, but she does it in a really fun, hilarious, digestible way. So sorry, side note, (laughs) I don't even remember what my question was because this is very important to me, but mind body connection, like tell me how you like walk through with your clients, how to pay attention to that connection? Well, I think for me, a lot of like my inspiration or or my enlightenment comes from lack thereof, right? So a lot of people will be really mindful of the fact that they are disconnected to their bodies. And that in and of itself is a huge revelation, Mm -hmm. right? That you feel a gap or you feel a lack in your body and you're like, I just don't know how to get there, but at least it's that kind of spark of curiosity that leads you to your connection. So for example, when it comes to when it comes to yoga, right, we know that vinyasa means breath to movement. And so it's kind of easier to tie in one inhale to one posture, one exhale to the other posture. And that kind of helps you tap into your body. Um, and then specifically for me, when it comes to fitness, which is one of the greatest parts where I love to teach mind and body, because I work more on like mind muscle connection. Right. So it's like if you're doing squats and you're like, oh, my God, my legs are burning. That's literally your body talking to you when you're doing squats. You don't feel it, hopefully, like in your neck. Right. It's very specific to what body part is working to where the blood is rushing in your body. So that's one way to actually just feel into your body. Like, okay, where am I supposed to be feeling this in my glutes? I feel it. Secondly, let's actually touch our asses. Like, let's grab our butt and see what muscles are tensing up and what muscles are releasing. So I'll start like no weights. Literally grab your butt and squeeze and release into your hands so you're also making that contact. Because we all learn so differently. And I'm such like a high sensory person that I need I need to smell it, I need to see it, I need to touch it, I need to taste it, right? So that really helps me to understand. And then not only that, once we make that physical contact, let's close our eyes. So then look inward and really, again, get back into feeling. And then adding the breath as well, because obviously you're doing 20, 30 squats, you're going to get tired. So is your breath, and then you lose your focus. So taking a moment to just slow down the breath, tap into the body, and then coming back into the moment, right? Because if you're able to, at some point, with slowly control or gain some access over the breath, then you can slowly tap into your mind. And if your mind is like, okay, we can go 10 more, then your body is going to go probably 20. So it's slowly tying all those things and learning different ways to um, actually feel what's going on and not just like, oh, I feel, I feel happy. Like, where do you feel happiness? Put your hand 
where that happy, happiness is expressed, expressing itself in your body. And really listening to your body. I use the word a lot. I use this phrase a lot, like listen to your body. Um, and then back to yoga, listen to your body. Because yeah, there's some yoga postures where maybe your knee doesn't feel too great there. Maybe you drop your knee down instead and listen to your body instead of the instructor. Um, I teach at Savannah, which is a wellness resort, which is where we'll have a retreat. And I'll always say like, listen to your body, not to me, right? Like your body is way more wise and knows more about you and what you need than what I do. I'm just your guide. So that's why not only that, but when I offer a, a posture, whether it's yoga or exercise or dance, I have, I got five modifications for you because I want you to feel included. I want you to feel involved. I want you to feel connected to your body. And we're going to figure out which of these many ways works best for you, no matter what your neighbor is doing, no matter what I'm doing. How are you going to personally build this mind-body connection for your specific mind and for your specific body? So again, it's breath. It's literally touching the body part that you're working. Like, oh, I feel the burn. A lot of people pull away from that burn instead of just going deeper into it. Because we think that when we do feel the burn, oh, I'm so weak. Oh my God, this is so hard. And it's not, it's literally the opposite that's happening. Your muscles are becoming so much stronger instead of weaken or weakening which is what you're telling yourself but that's not what the uh, that's not what that's what it really is you know i love that you mentioned like touching the body part and like i i have that practice too especially when i'm trying when i'm feeling a difficult emotion that i can feel myself resisting i usually put my hand on my heart to be like okay it's okay like welcome in that emotion and just being aware it's like that emotional intelligence within our body, like you said, is so wise. So I love that you mentioned, you know, you say, listen to your body in class. And, you know, I hear a lot of instructors say that, and I love that you explained why and how to do that. Cause it kind of like comes into this like little catchphrase and a lot of fitness classes, listen to your body, listen to your body. It's like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> and then you, and then you explain it of like, this is how you listen to your body, touch the part of your body where you're feeling it. So that's, that's awesome. So I'm, I'm really curious then like, why are we so disconnected from our bodies? Like we have our head on top of our body, but it's, most of us are very disconnected. I know at one point in my life, I was super disconnected from my body. Um, why, why do you think that is? Um, I think for women specifically, I think shame really separates us from our bodies. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times it's because of the ex external attention that we're getting from our bodies at a very young age. We kind of want to detach or because we're still growing up and, you know, some bodies advance quicker than our, than our minds. And so when we're getting all this outside attention, it doesn't feel appropriate. We start to disconnect. And that could be either by covering your body or you know letting your shoulders fall forward and almost like hiding yourself or you can go in the other extreme right like overexposing your body and, and giving more of this attention to other people um and really not taking the time to ask yourself well, what feels comfortable for me um and then not only that but this world runs it just moves so quickly we have to wake up in the morning we got to go to work i mean you know we go from daycare to high school to college to, like we don't ever catch a break to just sit down and ask ourselves like what do i need we think breakfast is the most important meal of the day but have you ever woken up and be like oh wait i'm not whoa i'm not actually hungry mm -hmm. it took me 25 years to realize that i actually run exceptionally well on an empty stomach 25 years oatmeal every day <laughs> um but 
I, I think it's not only not only that. So part one is definitely uh, we're getting so much attention and information from the outside world and we don't have time to process it. I think that's number one. We don't really like sit with ourselves. Um, and then number two, when we do think about our bodies, it's most of it's more like I want a six pack. Mm-hmm. I want a tight booty. Right. And it's like you're going to get those things if you work really hard. But imagine if you put mindfulness and intentionality behind your workout, how much better you're going to feel and how much quicker you're going to gain results. Because if you can you can lift some dumbbells all day. Right. Like 20 reps a day, 20 reps a day. But the second you actually just look at your bicep and you're like, whoa, my bicep is growing. I can see some vein pumpings. I can see that muscle increasing. You're literally amplifying, optimizing your workout, but just looking at the part of your body that you're supposed to be working out. So it's just like building blocks. Like, okay, yeah, you work out, but now you're feeling it, you're looking at it, and you're feeling good. And that just like, bam, your muscle's gonna grow, your confidence, your confidence is gonna grow, and you're gonna learn what feels right and what feels wrong. Because that's how a lot of people hurt themselves, especially in the gym. They're just like swinging, swinging this here and lifting that there. Um, without taking a moment to even just like deep inhale, deep exhale before you start a workout, get your mindset right, kind of tap into your, your power. I love like just bringing in the mindfulness to the movement, I think is like one of those things that make such a big difference of results, but also just like feeling good. Uh, and, and it being from the inside out, not the external of like wanting to look a certain way, um, on the outside. Like you said, I think I, I've, you know, I've been similar to you, like on this, like holistic health journey for uh, quite some time. I also, I don't know if you know this, but I also was a graduate of IIN. So I, you know, been that on that journey, but I don't think I've ever appreciated my body more than being pregnant, <laughs> like just what it's capable of doing. And like on so many levels and being so mindful and aware of what's going on inside of my body at all times, like it's really forced me to continue and consistently look inward. And I think what you said about feeling the disconnect from like shame and, and that go, go, go mentality and culture, it's like so easy to just be like, yeah, my head's on my body, but I have no idea what's going on from within. So if someone's listening and they're like, how do I know if I'm disconnected from my body? You know, like, I think it's like such a foreign thing for some people. They're like, wait, I, I don't think I'm disconnected. What are some telltale signs of that disconnect? Um, Things like you put on a pair of pants and you're like, whoa, these don't fit me anymore. When did that happen? Or maybe they're sagging off of you. And it's change happens gradually, right? And we think that, oh my God, this happened from one day to another. You're like, whoa, I've actually haven't been taking care of myself or looking at myself in the mirror or trying on these these items of clothing that I haven't in a long time. So that's like a very visual and physical way for you to kind of um, gauge where you're at physically. And then also things like, you know, maybe you wake up in the middle of the night and you have your chest feels really tight. Maybe you're kind of experiencing some sort of stress and it's just some underlying issues that you thought everything was fine, but really you've just been suppressing, suppressing, right? The body's always going to let you know. I would say also, just even if you're not really just taking a moment in the shower to just breathe, if you're just kind of rushing, like anytime when it's actually physical, like you're touching your body, you're taking a shower. If you're just rubbing lotion on really quickly, 
And even as I say this and you're like, oh yeah, I haven't slowly put lotion on, then you've been disconnected to your body, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it's, it's these subtle little things. It's, it's really in the subtleties where we realize even in your posture right now, if you're just kind of listening to this and something over which I'm guilty of often, but um, every, every once in a while I'll get that little mindless check to correct my posture. But you'll know because when you are, when you do feel connected to your body, you feel this, all the energy that you've been pushing out and pushing away, all that stuff just kind of comes in and you feel calm and grounded and you feel present. I feel like presence, the the, the um, feeling of presence is what really lets you know that you are kind of here and you are connected to this vessel and the mind at the same time. Yes. And like that, the vessel, gosh, the vessel, the only place that we have to live. Yes. is our home. It's our one and only home. Yeah. Our one and only home. So what, what do you find that it like challenges people the most when it comes to taking care of the vessel and being more connected to their body? I think they don't know where to start and that a lot of people in, in movement, whether it's yoga or exercise, they're really talking to the experts and not the underdogs, not the people who maybe do know how to work out, but they've had an injury or they've taken years off and they don't know where to start. They literally don't know how to do something like a deadlift or how to do a mountain pose, right? Simple mountain pose just means that you're standing tall with your arms above your head. But if you have an arch in your back, then you're not really doing it correctly. But that's those are tiny little tweaks that you don't know. So I think that the biggest block is finding someone who speaks like layman terms, like not a biologist, not a scientist, someone who's going to say really basic words like zip, like tuck your pelvis. So it looks like you're zipping up your pants, giving your, giving people some sort of like visual for me, because I've always felt like an underdog in my life. That's who I cater to. I cater to the people who are like, I don't, I don't know where to start. And my trainer's like kicking my ass and you know, my back hurts and I, I, I'm just so overwhelmed. Literally, whether it's through me, come to me or just literally Google beginners workout, <laughs> the word beginner novice, right? And humble yourself and know where you are today because we all have to start somewhere. And just really, really um, getting really strong at those foundational practices, either workouts or postures or dance moves, whatever they, whatever they are getting really, really strong and really, really confident in just those five little things and then modifying and challenging yourself from there. But getting really, really powerful, really strong with with those foundation um, movements and then moving from there and and then getting more creative once once your alignment is in as well. I love that you like, and I do notice that like you do cater to the person that is newer to movement and nutrition and you simplify it. And I, th- I agree. I think that a lot of trainers and coaches out there do kind of cater to, um, someone that might have more, um, or they're talking to that person that might already like have that foundation. And the found this foundation is the key to everything else in my group program. I start with the foundation, which is taking care of your vessel, taking care of your body um, before we even get into the mindset work. Cause if your body's not taken care of, it's really hard to do mindset stuff. Like it's really hard because you're constantly like thinking about how you're going to take care of your body or how you don't want to take care of your body or it's too much work or it's too much effort. So the fact, like, I love that you said foundation because that is, uh, I couldn't agree with that 
more. And one of my, actually two of my um, lessons, the first one is um, make time for joy. And like, you know, something that we can both relate to is like making time for fun and play and the importance of that. And then movement is medicine, because if you're not moving your body, like, especially when stuff gets stuck in your body, it is so hard to move forward because we're holding on to so much stagnant and stale energy. So tell me, um, I mean, those are kind of two different things. So let's start with joy and fun. And like just making time for the things that light you up and play. Like, what does that have to do with like your overall health? Yeah, I joy really taps into your inner child, right? There, we all have this little kid in, inside of us that just wants to have fun, and that little child lives in your belly, like from your solar plexus to your sacral. Um, it's your space of creativity and your willpower and your confidence. And, you know, allowing that child to come through, whether that's like you love watching puppies on Instagram, right? That little like giggle that you get, let it out, let it, allow yourself to just laugh and um, to enjoy pleasure, right? Because that's what joyfulness is, joyfulness is, it's pleasure. And also playing your favorite kind of music, right? If it's bluegrass, you can very well dance to bluegrass. You can get very weird to like jazz. You oh, can trust me, I can get very weird to bluegrass. That's what my husband likes. I've been to a bluegrass festival in Telluride. I got I got weird to it. <laughs> my husband. <laughs> my husband. My husband loves bluegrass and jam bands. <laughs> you know what's so fun? Um, I, I love Tracy Ellis Ross. If you tell me I look like her, I will love you forever. But I was just watching an interview of her yesterday. It was like the Hot Wings episode, whatever. And she was like, they asked her, you know, you don't, you don't think you're funny. She's like, no, I don't think I'm funny. I just think I'm really good at being silly. And that's what's most important. So a lot of times when I need to get moving, I will, if I'm like, okay, if I can only, if all of my movement originates from my pinky, what does that look like? And then, yeah, it's freaking weird. I'm like circling around my head, putting my pinky through my legs. If it's just through my left knee, or if it's just on my right ear, or my like <laughs> left eyelash, you know, just like discovering and being playful. And I want to highly encourage people to do this on your own when you're with yourself, because we all obviously kind of, you know, feel a little weird doing certain things around certain people, but do this with yourself. And you're like, well, I, I got 10 roommates. Okay. Then go to the bathroom, right? Like that's a moment that, you know, it's just for you. There's no cameras in the bathroom. <laughs> there is no, um, you have that moment of peace, but just discover how incredibly capable your body is. The fact that you can raise your arm over your head and get, get more playful that way. And my best inspiration, honestly, is kids. I talk about kids in all the classes that I teach. They do everything right. And today, I just learned another awesome thing about kids. I met these two runners and they were telling me about a book called The Chi of Running. And I'm not a runner, but apparently in this book, it tells you to kids when they run, they like lead with their chest or kind of like running forward. And a lot of their weight is on the ball of their foot instead of grinding down through the heel. But even just that, just watch a kid running, you're like, oh, yep, they're doing it right. Watch a kid squat, um, see how many noises they make when they're happy, when they're sad, when they're uncomfortable, when they're curious. Kids are never quiet, but we as adults, we slowly start to just grit and bear, and we have to suffer in silence. And you know, we, we start to just turn everything in when kids are just so fascinated by the outside world. So go ahead and run like a weirdo, like Phoebe does in Friends, and just like swing your arms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Get yeah. weird, get weird. Get weird. That's and it's like, it. and I think, I mean, we are still kids. Like you said, like they're that part of us that's still very much within us. It's just, we have to tap into it. And I do think that that has something to do with that mind body connection and just being overall healthy. And, you know, you aren't someone that necessarily has to like schedule time for play and fun because it's such top priority. But at some point of so many of us just turn away from it. And so it's so important like to make time. Like it seems so silly to be like schedule it on your calendar, but it truly is. If it, if you don't make it a priority, it's not going to happen. So that's play. Um, let's talk about movement. Like I do think movement is medicine and, and it's all types of movement. You know, I think sometimes we get very tunnel vision over like one type of workout and we have to stick to that workout. Um, but there's a reason there's so many different kinds. And I find that specific type of energy requires a specific type of workout. So tell me what your thoughts are about that. I mean, if we bring it down to just hormones for those of us who bleed, for those of us who run in a 28 day cycle, right? There are different forms of movement, different um, phases in your cycle. So when your testosterone is like at its freaking peak, right? That's a great time to do HIIT intensity workouts. Um, I, I do want to say, I want people to have some structure. This is something I talked about in my reels. It's like, have if you only have an hour, let's say, which I know sounds like a lot for some people. So let's say you have 45 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever you have, however much time you have, and if it's 10 minutes, split it in two, discipline yourself to really stick to your schedule and your structure for that first half hour. And then for that second hour, ask yourself, what kind of dynamic movement or stretching does my body need for the rest of it? And that could be just like quick little dance party. It could be like, oh, you know what? My neck is really tight. I'm just going to focus on my neck. It could be some yoga. But the, the point is that you've asked yourself, you've asked yourself, the spirit that lives within you, the one that has all the wisdom and the inner guidance, you've asked that spirit, what do I need now? I've done everything else that I needed to do that's on my schedule, that's structured, that I didn't want to do it, but I got it done. What do I need right now? Or let's say you're a Libra like we are and you're a little indecisive. Okay, pick something out of hat. Sometimes I'll text a friend and be like, what should I work on today? Cause she's super creative. And so she always inspires me and she'll be like, well, what was the last thing you worked on? Keep going with that. So maybe asking, um, like picking out of a hat or asking a friend. And so have structure, but also be flexible and see where you are today. And I would say like, don't be so hard on yourself because let's say, you know, today you did 20 pounds instead of your regular 50. And that depends on so many things. Like, do you have enough fuel in your system? Have you, are you hydrated? Did you have enough water? And those, before you start to get down on yourself, just kind of go on that holistic checklist, right? Because it's not just like, yeah, I slept, I slept 10 hours. I should be great. Maybe you overslept. That's actually a thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe you woke up and you got some bad news that kind of like your stress levels are, are inflamed at this point. So really just asking yourself, and that's the thing, really literally ask yourself like, Patty, damn girl, like what's going on? Why can't I, why don't I feel motivated? Or, or like, oh, let me, get, let me get my favorite playlist on. But asking your body what it needs and giving yourself permission to explore. Like maybe you only take the same Pilates instructor every single day of your life, but someone actually recommended someone else. Maybe that is a different time on your schedule, or uh, maybe you double up on the class, but allow yourself to explore so that you can kind of still feel excited about life, 
without having um, so many expectations and instructors of how you think or how you know that it's going to go. Let, let allow time for a little bit of play and uncertainty so that, yeah, maybe maybe you'll love it and maybe you won't. But that's how you learn is in those moments of uncomfortability. But definitely listen and ask, ask your body and then listen. Because I think sometimes when we do say listen to your body, listen to your body, but ask it what it needs. Mm, I love that. And that's, that's the question. It's like, what, what do you need today? It's like, if you're only doing hit workouts, like you're missing out on so many other ways to move your body that can help open up that emotional baggage from something else. Like I have found dance has been one of the most like cathartic releases of my life. And I think that's why I've been so drawn to it. Um, and obviously getting to dance with all of you wonderful humans, but it is like, every time I dance, I get very emotional. Um, and it is, I think it like taps into a certain area that other workouts that I do like lifting weights or hit classes, um, even spin don't necessarily touch on. So it's like important to, like you said, have structure, but be flexible. And then also ask your body what it needs. And I think one of the things that we all I can't speak for everyone, um, but myself (laughs) that I used to be very good at is ignoring the signs of rest and recovery. And even my husband today is about to go for a run and he went for a really long run on Saturday and his body still needs to recover like 22 miles. And he was going to go on a run this morning and I could tell he was hesitant and he leaves and he goes into the garage. And usually like I hear the garage go up and like two minutes later, he comes back in. He's like, I'm going to take a rest day. And I was like, yes, this is so important. Like if you feel that pull in your body, it's, you have to pay attention to it. So let's talk a little bit about why rest and recovery ultimately helps you reach your, you know, your fitness goals, but also like with the mind body connection in mind as well. Sure. I mean, and it's so empowering to listen to your body and to say oh my mind or my ego most likely is telling me to run but my literal body is not talking to me my my body is screaming at me like please please don't go and that is so empowering that you chose the right choice for you Mm -hmm. it's the same thing when you pick you know when you take that extra sip of water you feel more hydrated you buy your favorite article of clothing or the color it's it's an it's a it's a choice that you've made for your betterment and so listening definitely listen to your recovery um if we think of our bodies as machines which is exactly what we are it's like okay you're driving you're kind of low on gas you're like oh, i can keep going i can keep going you get that light <laughs> and you're like, yeah, i can keep going i can keep going and then all of a sudden then things just get worse then it's like your taillight is out and then your windshield wiper doesn't work and then eventually your car stalls because it is just dead and there's no gas station around. But if you had just pulled over earlier when you had those four warning signs, you would have had a full tank of gas, gas now and you would have made it to your destination without any friction and inflammation, which is what mostly happens, right? And so recovery can come in so many different ways and forms. My favorite specifically is just a warm bath. Even if it's just water, a little bit of Epsom salt just kind of boosts it to really help with inflammation and to soothe the muscles. CBD is just another, another booster on top of that. So there's long baths, and this is not just for the body, but it's a moment for your mind to relax, to feel connected, back, to feel that you're back in this safe water space like we all were in someone's little belly, right? To feel um, nurtured and warm. So it really calms down your central nervous system as well as your literal muscles, right? Obviously sleep is the number one thing. 
Um, and if you're like, I can't sleep eight, nine hours a day or seven, then maybe you can fit it, fit in a 20 hour nap. Naps are incredibly revitalizing. Um, if I have to wake up really early, I will always fit a nap in very shamelessly. I got to go home to take a nap. It's my new thing. Um, and then also things like if you are looking to build muscle, right? A lot of people know that protein builds muscle. So after your workout, making sure that you're that you are having protein shakes or protein bars, that you're having proteins in either like things like legumes or meat or protein powders, like whatever it is, boosting your body with protein for that recovery purpose. Secondly, or thirdly, fourthly, I don't even know. If you are um, moving your body, just taking time to stretch. And I think a lot of people do not like stretching because they're instantly like, but I'm so tight, which is the entire <laughs> purpose of stretching. And stretching doesn't have to be like static, which means that you're like, oh, you're like in this forward fold and you can't get your chest to your thighs. You can move in and out of it, folding in and out. It's called dynamic stretching, right? When you're finding a little bit of movement, um, things like taking your neck side to side, right to left. Static would be like only holding it to your right, only holding it to your left, which is okay. But just know that there are options. There are infinite amount of options for all these different types of movement, right? So we've got things like taking a bath, sleep, stretching, and then hydration is the easiest way to recover. Recover your literal brain, detox your kidneys to then help release some actual stress, which is stored in your kidneys and your entire body. Add some fluidity and mobility to your joints as well. It's a great way to recover. So if all you did was hydrate today, like please congratulate yourself because we are a very uh, dehydrated culture, especially out here in the desert. Um, and so there, there are little things that I think uh, can add up. Lastly, uh, or if you have something like, I have a, not a Theragun, it's like the lower grade, whatever. But that also helps too, using those kind of massage, mm -hmm. I hate the word gun, but massage, pulsers. <laughs> like tools, um, like a tool, right? Massage yeah. tool, yes, <laughs> massage tools. Massage tool, um, yeah. <laughs> pulsating massage tools. <laughs> That's a great way also. And um, last thing, I know so many things, that I don't want to overwhelm people, but another great way to rest and recover is with your breath. So if all you're doing is lying down or sitting up, just try to get those exhales to be longer than your inhales. You want to inhale for sure through the nose. The exhale is optional, but you want that exhale to be much longer because it's very grounding. And so we have the breath. And especially if you have some intentionality and just tell yourself, I'm recovering, I'm resting, I feel stronger, my body feels great, I trust my body. I'm capable, I am strong. So using not only the breath, but using that intentionality, I'm really big on affirmations um, and really feeling into those words and letting those words resonate. Um, so I think the easiest way we can all recover is breathing and sleep. Uh, I know, so simple. <laughs> it's so simple, but we so, we're so resistant to it. And like you said, because it's like, we, we're like, I don't have time for that. Or it's like not, we don't think it's doing much because it's, the, the compounding of it. It's not just like, yes. okay, great. You just, you did breath work once. It's like, no, you do that consistently. And that is what helps you feel better in the long term. I mean, everything that we've yeah. talked about today is truly about being proactive instead of waiting till there is a problem. All of these little things that we've mentioned really help be ahead of it.
because it's like, why wait until there's a problem when there's tiny little things like drinking water and sleeping that you can intentionally focus on that will ultimately help, um, you know, in the long term. Oh, so good. So Patty, where can people find you? Like if they're listening, they're like, I want more of Patty. I live on the gram. I've always seen social media as almost like my, my diary. So I just kind of drop some gems and I bounce. Um, but my Instagram handle is all Natty Patty. That's A L L N A T T Y P A T T Y. It comes from all natural Patricia. Not that cute, right? So all Natty Patty. Um, that's all Natty Patty just, that's also- just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> uh, that's also my website is allnattypatty.com. But for all updates and information, I'm really working on uh, creating content surrounding all of these things that I like to talk about, like like um, hormone cycling and movement and um, connecting the mind to the body. So all that information is on my Instagram, whether it's in my story or my reels. And all offerings will be on my Instagram and on my website as well. And in April, you can find me at the Align Retreat with the ladies of the Align. I know. Just, I mean, if you are listening and you're like, wait a second, I can get this in real life, not just over the speaker or the screen. Um, Yeah, this is true. You, this is very true. Patty will be leading the Align Retreat. And like, this is just like a little like, sliver of what value that you have. Like she was, she was at the November one as like a participant slash like help, like, like behind the scenes, but like got to do both. And like just watching her do both was amazing because your participation was just so valuable of like the, th- the insights and the things that you would share, but then also you leading movement classes and like showing up to guide people. Like you were able to do both so fluidly and it was incredible. So I'm so excited to see what happens in um, April with you leading. Yes. yes, I am too. I'm really excited too, because um, I mean, from this conversation, I feel like people might've gathered that I, I do love and appreciate more helping those on the, with the feminine energy or women or however you choose to um, define yourself. And so with this retreat, we'll be getting more into sensuality and goddess energy and conjuring your own healing magic and using that throughout the world. And so I'm really excited to dive deep because man, if this conversation is powerful with just two women, when it's 10, 20, the magic is magnified and it's palpable. It it's is. incredible. Well, and yeah. I like, and you know, what's so great is at the, the November retreat, when we asked people, you know, what their favorite part was, or like, you know, their biggest takeaway, it was a lot of the stuff that you shared about sensuality and really tapping into that feminine side and moving your body in such a feminine way that it was, you know, people were like at first, like blocked off from it. And then that ended up being their favorite part because they connected that mind body connection to parts of themselves that they have blocked out for so, so long. So it's like, if someone feels disconnected right now, like attending a retreat is, I think probably the the quote unquote quickest way. Like, I don't want to say there's like any quick fixes, but it does get you on that path to get your mind and your body back into alignment, back into that connected place, because it doesn't have to be disconnected. There are simple, tiny things that you could do. You know, we kind of touched on it 
on a surface level, but obviously at the retreat, you go much deeper into that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so good. So good. So do you, te- you teach online, right? You're virtually teaching. I do. Yes. I, um, I'm working on bringing back this beautiful class called moon and waves and it's moon salutations. And if you don't know much about it, come to my class and I'll teach you some more, but it is a class that's virtual. And we do do a little bit of that sensual dancing, which is perfect for at home because you can turn on a cute little light. You can turn on your, your salt lamp, or if you've got some funky lights like I do and just, Oh, just get into yourself, get out of your body and get into yourself. And I love to use the word conjure. And we're just like conjuring our own divine feminine magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you know, energy is, energy is everything. And you will quickly notice uh, with this class virtually how we are all like on the same page. <laughs> we're, we're all in the same kind of energetic vibe um, and just creating magic together. And so that's a class called Moon and Waves. And I'm, I'm bringing it towards uh, mid-moon check-ins. I feel like there's a lot of focus on the new moon and the full moon. And then we set an intention and then we forget about the intention. So it's almost like an intentional uh, midweek or excuse me, mid-moon check-in. Um, and so that's where I'll invite the movement and the, the feminine energy. So that'll be online as well. And then I'll be bringing back some twerk shops here in Phoenix and doing a little bit of all the things. All of the yeah. things. Well, I'll make sure I put um, your class times where people can find you right away. But if you want to find her in real life, come to the retreat so you can experience the all Natty Patty magic. I'm so grateful to know you. And like, I see just like the what I see for you. And like, I feel like you're just getting started on this journey of like sharing your gifts. And I get to kind of be... Um, an observer and a witness of that. And it's really, really fun to to see and like hear you talk about um, things that you're so passionate about. And it just, it's so like fluid. So thank you so much for sharing today and being on the podcast. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Brittany King. I actually listened to this podcast, guys. Like I'm not, this is not my first time. Okay. First podcast ever, but not first time listening to Positively Real. I love it. I love your speaking voice. I love how comfortable this is. At the beginning, I was like nervous, excited. And then I forgot. This just feels like a regular conversation. So thank you for, thank you for bringing me on. Um, I hope that this resonates with someone. And if you have any deeper questions, because I glaze over a lot of stuff that we can get way deeper into detail, just reach out to me. All Natty Patty, I am here and I love to share. I'm an oversharer, so don't be afraid to reach out. That's <laughs> so great. Thanks, Patty. Well, you heard it here first. That was Patty's first podcast interview, and I am honored to be the first person to interview her because I know I won't be the last because this woman has some special sauce. If you have experienced her magic, you know what I'm talking about. There is an energy, there's a playfulness, there is a light that shines from within her that just makes you feel so dang good. And she, I think, is completely stepping into that power. And it's really fun to be a witness and I get to observe it um, front row. It's just so special. But this episode is so important um, on so many levels. And I can speak from experience of being completely disconnected from my body and realizing that movement was the most powerful way to get into my body. But when I wasn't moving and working out, um, I felt very disconnected. So there's so many things that she touched on that helps 
ground and get back to that place to be more connected and tap into our body's wisdom that will help us make decisions and align with our highest self. Uh, So good. And speaking of align, this wonderful human, if you want to experience her magic, she's going to be leading some incredible workshops at the Align Retreat in April. And if you've been on the fence about this um, retreat, this might be your sign that it is time to join in on the magic in Carefree, Arizona. So if you're curious, check it out in the show notes, reach out to any questions. If you want to experience that full-blown mind-body connection, Patty is your girl. Patty and Tiff are going to be leading these incredible workshops and really tapping into these different layers of our health and well-being, and you don't want to miss it. You do not want to miss it. Let me tell you. So again, check out the show notes. If you are curious, send us a message. There's a number you can text that you can ask questions directly to. We got you covered, my friend. All right. That's all I got for you today. I hope you have a beautiful week. Remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine. You are so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.